The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. One by Mayfield, whoops, Mayfield throw, dart, caught ball, touchdown, Tampa Bay, it's Trey Palmer! Palmer, the rookie, breaks the chin-chin tie. Great throw by Baker Mayfield. And that ball is mishandled. Blocked and picked up by the Cowboys defender on the right sideline. It is Noah Egan-Banamaki, and he runs it in for a touchdown Uh, for Dallas. Shuck wants the snap, got it back to throw. Pressured, throws, intercepted, and it'll be for six! A pick six. Wow. What an incredible finish to a football game as Jeffrey Bossa has put it away for Oregon. The shotgun snap to you. Quinn going deep. He has Mitchell open. Throws it. He caught it. Touchdown, Texas. Out of the Mitchell. He's used to big catches against Alabama. And A.D. Mitchell strikes again. For those of you asking if Texas is ready for the SEC, you are given Exhibit A tonight. Dumps to Major, caught, nice catch, 25, first down at the 20, get off me to the 10, down the sidelines to the 5, leaping into the end zone, Marcus Major, galloping past Mustangs, touchdown. Throws it too high, pick off by Harrington, and you can unhitch the wagon. And I've never meant this more than tonight. Put the ponies in the barn. Do you believe in that? Hour 2, T-Row in the Morning Show, Monday, September 11. Solemn day in the United States of America. Golly, geez, what are we at, 22 years now? Amazing, 22 years. Mm. Toby and TJ back with you. Sooners win 28-11 over SMU Saturday night. They get Tulsa this week on the road. Their old friend Kevin Wilson, OSU. Nice road win at Arizona State Saturday night, 27-15. Texas thumps Bama. We got to talk about we that. We were smart on up. that one, weren't we, on what we thought was going to so happen. <laughs> so far, I've taken two strong stances this college football season. Uh, Colorado was going to get thrashed <laughs> by TCU. That's right. And Texas was going to get thrashed by Alabama. <laughs> if there's nothing that you should – Take away, there's one thing you should take away from this radio show, folks, is that we are consistent, okay? I am consistent, consistently a moron when it comes to faking any knowledge about sports at all. I have no idea what I'm talking about ever. Stunned at what Texas did to Alabama Saturday night. But we'll get to that later. All right. After the game... I got to tell you, Parker Thune is a nice young man. (laughs) He is a quiet young man. Right. He is not one of these loud, irritating, 
media guys that you walk into the booth and you roll your eyes and go, oh, that guy's got to be the life of the party. But if he doesn't get himself in the middle of more tornadoes than anybody I've ever seen, <laughs> unbelievable, isn't it? Uh, to the point that uh, the other guys that you know he was warring with a couple of weeks ago were defending him uh, this weekend, so... If we, oh if, I, if we had a lineup of all of the hosts at our station and you brought in somebody from another state and said, guess which one of these guys is the biggest troublemaker we've got here? Nobody would ever guess. It's the quiet, nice-looking, handsome young man. No, not at all. Never never in a million years, no. All right, so he posts a picture after the game of Jeff Levy on the field with his father-in-law, Art Bryles, and the world has gone nuts. TJ, tell me what I should think about this. I did not hear about it until late, late Saturday night, like 10 o'clock, maybe a little later than that. And I said, mm. I received a text and I said, well, that's not going to go over well. And then I kind of left it at that and went to bed, you know, uh, watched the, the rest of the games that I was watching, Oregon Tech and the Texas Alabama game and uh, tuned in for some of the USC Stanford game. I was kind of just watching football. I did not get on Twitter. Or X, whatever you want to call it. Woke up the next morning and I'm like, had more texts <laughs> I had missed, and opened up Twitter and uh, oh my goodness. Um, here was my first initial thought, like as it's playing out in my head. Why? Why would you do that when you knew it was going to stir up a hornet's nest? This was not something that was going to be kept quiet. It was a bad look. And then to be defiant about it the way that he was after the game and everything and uh, kind of slamming his fist down and it's my father-in-law, the, the grandfather of my children. And I get all that. A mother can love her child and that child can be someone pretty bad. And this was a situation, sure, maybe he's in town visiting the family and you're happy to see him and everything. Keep him up somewhere in a suite, something like that. Tell him you'll see him after the game, back at the house. Or tell him, hey, watch the game at the house and I'll see you back at the house. I love you and all, but you know we can't be having you hang around. Or how about, sorry to cut you off, how about Art Bryles have uh, enough self-awareness well, to know it's going to be a problem. I was about to say, yeah. If I, Art Bryles, walk down onto the field in OU gear. That, how about how that about option too? Yes. Be yes. aware a little bit. Well, Go that, ahead. I'm I sorry. was no, I was going to bring that up to say, you know, or maybe Art looks at Jeff and says, "Look, I appreciate you want me to come to the game with the family. I don't want to stir anything up for you. It's best I just stay at the house and watch it. I'll see you guys after the game." You know, same thing that Jeff should have had the conversation with him. Like, look, dude, I love you. Just stay at the house. So, if anything, don't wear the OU gear. Like, I think that's what upset people even probably more is that he was in the OU gear. Um, I don't know what's going on in Jeff's head. And then to know Brent's upset after the game, to know Joe's upset after the game, and then to put that as your profile pic on your Instagram account, which I wouldn't have known. I I wouldn't have gone and looked that up, but that's the world we live in. Like, people look for this stuff, and then that screenshot's going around everywhere. It was just such a bad look, and it was almost to the point that 
like it crossed my mind, like was the game plan and the calling of the game and this all calculated tr to try and get fired or because you want to leave? Like, and I know that's a discussions out there. So I've had so many thoughts cross my mind, but the, the main thing is, yeah, just leave him at home or what you said. And I completely agree with what you said. Art's got to be aware of how people view him in the college football world and said, Jeff, I'm just going to stay at the house and watch the game, man. I'm going to make this hard on you if I go down onto the field after right. the game. Right. That's simple. That's. I, don't, I love you and I love your. I love, uh, I love my daughter and I love the grandkids, and yes. it's going to just cause a hornet's nest if I go down. How, right. how are you not aware of that? Because you're Art Bryles and you still to this day That's are defying against it and think you did nothing wrong and weren't responsible for what happened. That's the answer. The man's ego is out of control still to this day. Okay, I'm irritated. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not at you. I'm, ir I'm irritated at you for going to Nashville in the middle of the football season. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'll be I think you're just time. jealous. <laughs> I'm very jealous, yes. I'm looking forward to our first road trip to Vanderbilt in the SEC so I can also go to Nashville. It'll be fun. Um, I'm irritated at Art for not having the common sense. That's what it is, Teach. Right. Common sense to say, I'm Art Bryles. People don't think very highly of me. Whether he thinks they should or not, they don't. And I'm going to put my family, not to mention the Oklahoma football program, in a really... Awkward, awkward, bad position. Bad situation yes. if I do this. How do you not know that is beyond me? Apparently he doesn't. So he goes down there, whatever. We get the picture, all that kind of stuff. I have no idea what, you know, we got the Joe Castiglione statement after the game. I have no idea what the agreement was. Or I mean, he, he alluded to the vetting of this before Jeff was brought in and, and something had been talked about beforehand and all, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. I could mm -hmm. probably, you could probably find the statement real fast and read it, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't know what that yesterday. was. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the agreement was. I don't know what the arrangement was. I don't know what they talked about before. So I don't know how big of a no, no, this is like, was, was it specifically said, Hey, we're going to hire you, but keep art away or, we don't want him around practices or we don't want him on the field or I don't know what was talked, but obviously something was talked about here that Joe feels like Jeff has stepped over a line. It sounded like to me, is that the way you read that statement? Yes. Yes. That is a dangerous game, man. Mm -hmm. If you, I mean, there's more than one person you don't want to tick off in the OU athletic department, but number one, numero uno, is Joe Castiglione. And it appears he's angry. So. Why? 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 Well, that's Art, the thing. Jeff, why in the world, in the middle of a football season, when things are going well, would you cause this kind of a nonsensical, unnecessary distraction for the program, for the team, for the coach, for the athletic department, for the fans? Why?
It's a good question to the point that I ask myself, is he trying to get fired? And if so, why? No, what? Nobody's trying to get I fired. Know, I know that's not the answer, but it seems like that dumb of a <laughs> And then you double decision. down. Double down, yes. You double down on Sunday with the pictures on the, 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 the profiles. It is a completely avoidable, massive distraction. Now, we are not perfect. Oklahoma, the football program. We have had our issues through the years. Absolutely. Many of those have been pointed out in the last 48 hours. The whole he who was without sin thing. We have not been perfect, okay? We have also made mistakes through the years. We should be cautious about self-righteousness, okay? But be smarter. Be smarter. This was dumb. This was a dumb, completely unavoidable, uh, completely avoidable, massive distraction. If somebody in my family did something wrong, TJ, I would continue to love them. Sure, they that's are what my I'm family. Saying. They're family. A, a mother could have the worst son in the world. She's going to continue to love her son. I yes. You overlook those things and see a different side of those people. I get that. I get his comments with what he said after the show. I get that your uh, children's grandfather. I understand yep. that's your father, the father of your wife. I get that. But be smarter. But be smarter. Understand the image. I know this. There are many, not all, but there are many in Waco. Baylor fans, certainly, you know, uh, some who still work for the for the university, and obviously Art, who feel like he did nothing wrong, and they are defiant about that. They, I know some of them, they are absolutely mystified as to how anybody in the world thinks Art Bryles did anything wrong at all. Completely feel like he was railroaded in this thing and cannot comprehend why in the world Art Bryles was one, ever fired, and two, has been blackballed from coaching because this was not his fault. Nobody clip this and say, I'm saying that, okay? I'm saying there are many, and I know some of them, in Baylor who feel that way. The rest of the world looks at the situation and says, what in the world are these Baylor people not able to see how bad this is? I went back and reread the story yesterday just so I remembered and understood everything that took place clearly in the Baylor Art Briles situation. And the number of horrific situations that happened under his watch is mind-boggling. Yeah, no, it, it, so it wasn't just like one incident, you know. The dichotomy f- between how these people feel, I get it. I, I, I mean, I don't get it, but I mean, they live in a bubble where I'm sure he believes he's innocent, okay? That is not the point. I don't think he is, but that is not the point. The point is, 
you got to be aware that 99% of the world thinks I'm a bad guy. And if I show up next to you at a football game, it's going to be a bad situation for you and for my grandkids and for my daughter Mm -hmm. and for your football program and for the athletic department and for your athletic director and for your play-by-play guy who has to talk about this on Monday morning (laughs) when they're 2-0 and and they've covered the spread in both games and the defense is playing as well as it has in a long, long time and this is the garbage that we have to talk about. Because Art Bryles doesn't have the self-awareness to stay in the stands or at home. Preach! We'll take a break. I'm going to take a walk. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel. OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino. Simply the best. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Located in uh, various metro locations, coming soon to Ardmore, Hightowerclinical.com, or call or text 405-831-5905. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I texted Drake yesterday. I said, Toby's not going to enjoy Monday's show, and he should enjoy it. Now he won't enjoy it. It's not your fault. I know it's not my fault. But Go ahead. Let's get man. through it. What else we got? Uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Our friend Bra- Baylor Brad chiming in. says, I know you know, but most Baylor fans want to move past the Bryles years. It was a travesty. His lack of awareness in Norman on Saturday exemplifies why he should not be engaged with college athletics. And I call out those misguided folks here in Waco. It's sickening. That is from Baylor Brad. Thank you, Brad. Um, Not saying the man was ever convicted of misconduct by hiding the truth of his program, but it is evidently clear that he is narcissistic, uh, who has no bleeping business being around the Oklahoma program. No parent that has a daughter respects a man like that. Okay. Um, Toby, can we have Joe C. on this Friday, please? (laughs) Does Joe want to come on the radio? Do you want to do another um, Joe C day? I, I doubt it. He he uh <sighs> Today's gonna be interesting. Because Jeff Levy has a press conference today. Yes. And you know what it's gonna be all about. Yes. I mean there w- I'm sure there will be some play calling questions. But his approach today will be interesting and may define his future going forward. Honestly, I, I don't know exactly. Well, I do know. I'm not going to act like I don't know. I know exactly how upset Joe Castiglione is. So it'll be very interesting to see how today goes. 
uh, we've got Rudy shows tonight. And my guess is we will not spend much time at all talking about this situation because that's what not what those shows exist for. Sure. But it will be interesting to see if Brent wants to address it or not. You know what I mean? Uh, so it'll be an interesting day. And then obviously he's got a uh, press conference himself tomorrow. So <laughs> just so completely avoidable. What? Just, just amazing to me. Would it have been a, as big of a deal had he been in, say, a green shirt and, just, you know, dressed normally? Wasn't in the OU gear. I don't know if I would have recognized him unless somebody told me who he was because he's got the. He's got the. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have had, had it not been pointed out probably. Like if I would have been standing down there after the game in the stands and looking down, I probably wouldn't have recognized that that was him, to be honest. Yeah. I think it's a combination of everything, right? Like if, if, uh, if OU won by 100 and somebody snapped a picture of Art Bryles in row 53 with his family then there would have been some people upset that Art Bryles was at the game. And he wasn't wearing an OU shirt. There would have been some, because he's Art Bryles, and there's a guttural, guttural reaction for a lot of people when they see him. Okay? Correct. But the fact that they didn't play well offensively, he is in an OU shirt, and he's on the field, all of that wrapped into one was just, you know, light the fuse. Yeah, no, it's a shocking image when you see that guy wearing your colors. That was the thing. That's the thing that stood out to me the most, yeah. the picture and everything. And he's was... su- I get it. He's supporting. You can't tell people what to wear. He's supporting Jeff. Sure, I get that. absolutely. But it I is a it. shocking image. If you're an OU fan, seeing Art Bryles in, in OU stuff is a shocking and upsetting image. Yes. Uh, this one wants to know, how long do sports journalists make the Art Bryles situation the story? <laughs> um. Okay, this is a shot at sports journalists. Meaning, I guess, Texter, you're meaning Parker should not have ever have taken nor posted that photo? I think they're, well, I don't know. Yeah, Texter, follow up. Maybe we should stop talking about it. Maybe it happens Saturday. It's Monday. We should stop talking about it. Uh, Texter, I'm with you at some point. This is the first time I've been on the radio since Saturday. Right. Okay. So it's the first opportunity for this sports journalist to comment on the situation, one at which I have been asked about many times this morning. So if that's a shot at me, trust me, nobody's going to move on faster than this guy. I cannot wait to talk about football and not this garbage. Uh, But as far as this story extending into the week, it's going to be talked about all week. All week. Because it's more salacious. Mm -hmm. There's controversy there. That gets clicks. That sells papers. Honestly, it's what you want to talk about, okay? Twitter is not sports journalists. Twitter is you. And that's all y'all are talking about. Yeah, it was so unavoidable yesterday, yeah. It, it, that's, that's You chase what the people want to hear about, and that's what the people are wanting to hear about. How about that Danny Stutzman? Thank you. <laughs> fantastic game. He was fantastic. I said this on the air Saturday night. I, there was a series. There was a period of time there where I, I think I said his name on every play. You should have. It felt he like was there involved were four Danny Stutzman on the field. Yes, 
He was everywhere. He was making tackles. They kept trying to run this trick stuff, and he was all over all of it. They they, helped, they, uh, they hid the little guy under the offensive line that one time. They ran the little fake fumble ruski thing. Mm-hmm. Stutzman waiting for it. They run the double reverse. Stutzman's waiting for it. Key Lawrence knocks out the fumble. Stutzman falls on it. He was everywhere. That was a really good defensive effort because – SMU threw the kitchen sink at them, man. And they've got talent. And they scored 11 points, and eight of those points are, they got help, okay? But still, they got to 11. They will not be held to 11 the rest of the year, I promise you. No, that was a good offense, and you could tell they had athletes. They had the receivers. You could tell um, they're highly, and we knew it going into it, High potent, highly capable offense, and so it was. It was really good to see the tackling this year has been so much better, so much better. Yeah, um, but yeah, Stutzman they, right now is the best player on this football team. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt, and uh, keeps having performances like that. I might be right on my preseason Butkus Award uh, prediction. So come on, Dan. Yeah, come they on. They need OU to. They need OU to be in the hunt. Yes, but if they are, and he keeps playing like this, you might be right. Uh, He's going to be the defensive player of the week this week in the Big 12. He's already like the national, some Walter Camp or whatever, national defensive player of the week. And in Midwest City says, good morning, gents. I'm heading to jury duty. Have a better day. Toby, wow. you're exactly right. I hope you don't have to spend all week on this topic. Good luck in good uh, luck jury in duty. jury duty, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tommy says, agree with all you said. If you said something about Levy, I didn't hear it. This is pretty much Levy's fault, as, as much as Levy's fault as Bryles. On the field, pregame, and after. Um, this what do you pers- mean if I said something about Levy? What, what? I don't know. We spent the whole I, segment talking about I think about he Levy. caught at the end when you were on Bryles and oh. saying Bryles needed to be more self-aware, and he caught that part of it. So, Levy, Levy, obviously Levy does too. He's a grown man, and he's got to set some boundaries here. But we all, went out all of us, all of us who are married know the dynamic here, okay? My point is, our Bryos should never put Jeff Levy in that awkward situation. There's a wife involved here who loves her dad, who loves her husband. Our Bryos put him in a terrible situation. He should have had the self-awareness to, to not even make Jeff Levy say, you know what, you probably shouldn't come down to the field. But since he doesn't, and came down, Jeff should have had the self-awareness to say, this is not a good look. You know, we, we probably, let's, I'll right. meet you at the restaurant or whatever. So, yes, and then he doubles down on it in the post-game press conference. I like Jeff a lot. I have great relationship with Jeff. I'm completely puzzled. I, I, you know, it's, ugh. Yes, he is, he, he's going to have an interesting press conference today. Uh, Toby, here's the biggest question for me. Is this fireable? Is Jeff Levy the OC when we play Tulsa? Hard to believe that, but I don't know the parameters of what was talked about before he was hired. This was not your average hire, okay? We knew when Jeff Levy was hired the connections here, and not just because he's Art Bryle's son-in-law, because he was also on the Baylor staff when all of this happened. And so it was controversial when he was hired for some. And so it was a more thorough, independent 
vetting situation that took place. So depending on what was talked about, what agreements were reached there, would, you know, would then dictate whether or not there is grace here or not. you got to consider the football team, too. We are now in the middle of a season. So, I, I you know, I, I don't know how to answer that question because I don't know what agreements were reached before before all the hiring took place. If, for example, if it was specifically laid out, keep Art Bryles away from the Oklahoma football team, away from the program, away from the stadium, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. All right. And... And he has instead been welcomed on the field, and he's doubling down with these pictures on Instagram and all that kind of stuff. That's a pretty blatant disregard. I'm saying if, okay? And you don't mess with Joe. You don't don't mess with Joe. So I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question because I'm not privy to the details of, of how it all originated. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. On the field with Danny Stutzman, you've been all over this field tonight, man. How did this field take me through the effort and intensity it took to get this win? Man, it was a great defensive win. Just take the mic. As a reporter, you're never supposed to give the microphone away, but it was a great defensive win, man. I'm really proud of the guys on defense, man. We stuck together, man, for all four quarters, really played our tails off. I'm really proud of those guys, and they gave 110% effort. We were at 212 all night. Appreciate you uh, Give me the mic back. Final thought, the challenge with a mobile quarterback like that and how challenging he made it. You guys never never gave up, kept grinding. What was the key to that, to slowing down SMU? Man, really just keeping contained lanes, you know, intact, and always knowing where he's at. He got me one time, but uh, it happens. But, uh, you know, I'm really proud of the guys, you know, kept the quarterback and the running back, you know, 117 rushing yards. And we can do a little bit better, but we've made a lot of progress, but we still have a long ways to go. We'll celebrate the team, Danny. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Danny Stutzman after the game with Chris Plank down on the field. Sooners win it 28-11 to on Saturday night. Let's revisit some things here. Uh, first off, your college football Scoreboard from Saturday, Texas over Alabama, 34-24 in Tuscaloosa. Uh, That stinks. Uh, You guys are well aware of my hatred for Texas and uh, would never root for them to ever win a football game. The positive side of this, Tej, is uh, we are setting up a humdinger of a Red River if both teams can continue on their current trek. And the... OU in Texas to the SEC narrative just took a major dent for a bunch of SEC fans on Saturday. A lot of shocked faces uh, in the crowd on Saturday night. I thought they were going to really get beat a bunch. Um, So far, the SEC is three and six against power five opponents in the non-con. The almighty SEC that we're all never going to be ready for, Teach, is three and six against the Power Five. Not good. How about that? 
Utah beat Baylor. Good game, 20-13 to in Waco. Oregon over Texas Tech, 38-30. I did not get to see this game. I got a text from uh, TJ <laughs> that Bronx was talking noise at the end of it. Why does Bronx hate me so much? Bronx, like the rest of the competitors in this uh, Royal Rumble, do not exist. Toby exists because you trash talk him. When do I ever trash talk him? Uh, every time you see him or a lot on the radio when he's riding to school, he hears you uh, make your remarks. So he does – I've think... never trash talked Bronx. Uh-huh, I, uh-huh. I'm – I'm proud of the sure. young man. I root yeah. for him. When uh-huh. I see him in person, I say good luck to you, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, but it was hilarious because I don't even know what the trash talk was, but Tech was winning that game, I mean, and, and probably should have won it. And then uh, the pick six happens, and that not only uh, – uh, so Oregon kicked the field goal to take the one-point lead, but enough time that Tech could drive and just kick a field goal and win it. He's he's panicking that you're going to get your upset special because he had missed his by one point. He had his all day mm. long, missed it at the end of the game. I was rooting for you, Bronx. Uh, I wish you uh, got your yeah, upset. No, no, you were. Um, so that pick six, uh, pick six happens for Oregon, and they go up eight. <laughs> he's standing there, and he just starts screaming, "Eat it, Toby! Eat it! Eat it, Toby!" Which I'm not even sure what "eat it, Toby" means, <laughs> but he, he was he was so happy over that pick six. I was cracking up. I had to send that to you. I go, you Folks, want me to send that to you? And he goes, "Yeah, send it to him. Eat it." <laughs> I'm. Uh, it is uh, nine forty-five Saturday night. I have just finished a uh, a long day. Been up since I was I was in Norman at nine o'clock for the book signing, pregame shows, entire broadcast, postgame shows. I pack up, I get in the car, and I am I'm, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, and sure, uh, build, I get it text, build it I get up, build it up. Text here. from TJ, and I was like, ah, oh, that's nice. TJ probably congratulating me on a great broadcast tonight because he's a great friend. Yes, because I do that all the time. Oh, you know, Congratulations that's what, like, on the great this, broadcast. This is pleasant. TJ's going to... And uh, I get a text that says, From Bronx, eat it, Toby! Eat it! <laughs> I was like, what? You, at the about? time, you didn't even know what it was about. I had no like, idea. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know. I, thought, I was like, what is going on? So I was like, what, what happened? And then he tells me about uh, the pick six, and then I didn't get my upset special. I was like, oh, okay. Thanks, Bronx. <laughs> uh, K-State rolled over Troy, 42-13. These are Big 12 scores. BYU over Southern Utah, 41-16. Iowa beat Iowa State, 20-13 to in the Vegas Bowl. It was West Virginia over Duquesne, 56-17. Cincinnati, I told you this Cincinnati game is not going to be easy, Teach. Cincinnati beat Pitt on the road 27-21. An upset. They're 2-0. UCF is 2-0. They beat Boise State on a last-second field goal 18-16. How about that thriller on the blue turf? Rice upsets Houston in double overtime 43-41. TCU bounces back to beat Nichols 41-6. Top 25 scores not involving Big 12 teams from the weekend. 
loading Georgia. No problem with Ball State, 45-3. to Michigan over UNLV, 35-7. Florida State hammered Southern Miss, 66-13. Ohio State's not looked good so far. They messed around with Youngstown State for a while, but they pulled away 35-7. USC did look good Saturday, 56-10 over Stanford. Penn State thumped the Blue Hens of Delaware, 63-7. Tennessee also struggled with Austin P. Beat them 30-13, but that game was tight for a while. Notre Dame, a good road win at NC State, 45-24. LSU, 72 points on Grambling. Beat them 72-10. Oregon State, 55-7 win over UC Davis. North Carolina needed two overtimes to beat App State, 40-34. Wisconsin upset at Washington State, 31-22. Ole Miss knocked off Tulane on the road. That was a lot of people's upset specials, 37-20. It was Duke over Lafayette, 42-7. Dion in Colorado, 2-0, a emphatic 36-14 win over Nebraska. They yeah. look good. Uh, they look great. I watched uh, the majority of that game before I headed down to, to Campus Corner, and they look really good. I We had them for two wins on the year, so yeah, so far we're dead that. on. <laughs> we, we, we were really right on on Colorado. He, he, was, he was right. He brought his Louis, and they have performed at a high level. And Did I you felt, see his security guard's T-shirt? Uh, so that's funny when it went viral. I was sitting there watching the game at that point, and I said, wait a minute, what does that guard's – shirt say and then i saw the little dude that is meaning the word uh doing what he was doing to the other word and i said oh man only Dion's security yeah. guard uh would wear a shirt like that and look like he could just i don't know i'm not messing with that dude he looked like a mean dude <laughs> i'll say this about that game though it was a game for a little bit if nebraska had any oh. type of quarterback play jeff sims is horrible, and I don't know how they 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 kept with him as long as they did in that game because they might have been able to, if, if, like I said, if they had any type of quarterback play, they might have been able to capture some momentum in that game, and maybe that second half ends up differently than what it did. But boy, he is terrible. Jimbo Fisher has ranches, and he also now has a loss. <laughs> Miami forty-eight to thirty-three. Whew. And Clemson beat Charleston Southern 66-17. We'll take a look at the week three slate coming up, 749, on a rainy Monday morning in Oklahoma. We'll be back. Do you eat, sleep, and breathe Sooner football? We do too. This is The Ref, home of Sooner fans. You're simply the best. This fall, River... Under the radar, above the crowd. Seven and Meyer of the T-Row in the Morning Show brought to you by Hightower Clinical. They believe everyone should have access to a new treatment option through clinical trial participation. It's free. If you want more information, call or text 405-831-5905 or visit their website, HightowerClinical.com. Meyer Chevrolet text line. This is so overblown and stupid. Art Bryles is not a convicted murderer or a rapist. He tried to cover up a scandal. There have been more uh, people do way worse and do not get the scrutiny uh, that he does. Give it a rest. 
Okay. Um, everything, as far as this is so overblown, everything's overblown in today's world. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. the world we live in. Everyone has access to social, to social media. media to give their opinion, to blow it up. That does not make the opinions of those that are upset wrong in this situation. Correct. And, and the thing with it is, is what Toby and I both said and everybody said. It was simple to avoid. Right. Just Common tell sense. Just tell father-in-law, stay at home for the game. Or even if you're at the game, don't come down on the field. Stay up in the suite. I'll see you after the game. Wait for the crowd to thin out and then head home. And don't wear an OU shirt. It is a lack of self-awareness by everybody involved as to the scandal that is the Art Briles situation. Yes. And the reaction it would get from a fan base. If you did not know this would happen, that is unfathomable to me. Ah, they won't care. (laughs) What world are you living in? No, he didn't murder anybody. No. But there were a lot of horrible things that took place at Baylor. There was a lot of cover-up there, yeah. Horrible. Yes. Uh, Rev JP says, Jordy might be a better quarterback for Nebraska. (laughs) I think think that might be true from what I I saw on Saturday. That might be true. Who? Uh, uh, Jordy Ball. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jordy's at Nebraska now. Okay, yes, gotcha, yes, gotcha, yes, gotcha. Yes. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, give the Buffs, uh, Buffs credit, guys. They've doubled their win total from last year. Yeah, and yeah. not even just doubled their win total. This isn't two scrubs that they've played. This is two impressive wins. Well, Power five teams. Power five teams. Nebraska, I wouldn't say is impressive, but you go on the road, you do that in that environment, especially with what you, the year you were coming off of. It's impressive. I've got to give him credit. He has completely um, done what I did not think was possible. He's exceeded all my expectations. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Uh, This person says, hey, Toby, talk about Peyton Bowen's play. Block, punt, almost a sideline jump route pick. Uh, um, The P.I. in the end zone. Yeah, he was was a beast, man. He he, – Okay, first off, it's funny because the block punt, apparently he wasn't supposed to rush the punt. Uh, I, In fact, we have that audio. I'll, I'll play it for you next hour. Um, he told, I think it was Chris. It was either Chris or Gabe interviewing him. I can't remember. But he told him he's not supposed to rush on that, but he was uncovered. So he said, ah, I'll go for it, which is funny. I can't wait to see what film session is like today. But he has just an instinct as a freshman that you don't see very often. The, the fourth down breakup that was almost a pick, uh, the tackles, the special teams play. Now the kid's uh, the kid is gonna be a superstar, and there's a lot to like there already. All right, top of the hour, eight o'clock Monday morning. We'll be back. From the gridiron to the hardwood to the diamond, no one covers the Sooners like we do. If it's Sooner Sports, we have you covered 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. This is the home of Sooner fans. Dark caught ball, touchdown Tampa Bay, it's Trey Palmer. Palmer the rookie breaks the 10-10 tie. Great throw by Baker Mayfield. And that ball is mishandled. Blocked and picked up by 
the Cowboys defender on the right sideline. It is Noah Egan-Banamaki, and he runs it in for a touchdown for Dallas. Shuck wants the snap, got it back to throw. Pressured, throws, intercepted, and it'll be for six. A pick six. Wow. What an incredible finish to a football game as Jeffrey Bossa has put it away for Oregon. Shotgun snap to you. Green going deep. He has Mitchell open. Throws it. He caught it. Touchdown, Texas. Adelaide Mitchell. He's used to big catches against Alabama. And A.D. Mitchell strikes again. For those of you asking if Texas is ready for the SEC, you are given Exhibit A tonight. Dumps to Major. Caught. Nice catch. 25. First down at the 20. Get off me to the 10. Down the sidelines to the 5. Leaping into the end zone. Marcus Major galloping past Mustangs. Touchdown. Throws it too high. Picked off by Harrington. And you can unhitch the wagon. And I've never meant this more than tonight. Put the ponies in the barn. If that's the case. <laughs> Hour three, Monday, September 11. Toby and TJ back with you. Um, TJ, let's tell folks. Uh, good morning. This, good morning. <laughs> tell folks what um, this week looks like because uh, we're headed to Tulsa. We Not are just I, OU, but the ref. I think they're still hammering out details, so I can't give details to Tulsa yet, but just know we'll have live shows there on Friday. Toby will be from there. Um, Plank and Parker, they're still working out some details. I know Tyler I will, will be, be at the garage. I will be at the gathering. I am going to be in the middle of a field, just the middle of a grassy field from what 6 to 9 a.m. On, on Friday or what, What's going on here? A pan flute, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I, we'll get deets on where everybody's going to be. Yeah, but the they, may have, they may have finalized some things Friday. over the weekend oh, that I'm not hey, aware of, but um, we're finalizing that. some details, I know, and I'll be able to give that to you more uh, in detail, hopefully tomorrow. What about pregame? Do we know that yet? Um, no. Yes. Uh, yes. Is, uh, pre and post is at Chicken and the Wolf, I believe is the name of it. Great it's Right name. by the stadium. Is that a restaurant? Um, a bar? Yes, yes. Let me make sure that that's the right name. It's like a bad situation for the chicken there. Chicken and the wolf. Yes, I got that right. So chicken and the wolf. Supposedly like like walking distance right there by the uh, the stadium. So they'll be there. Got all kinds of great uh, like spicy chicken sandwiches and um, supposed to be really good food. So are um, we there or are we in the press? You'll box? be in the booth, but okay. and then Tyler will be um, there for pregame and Tyler and Travis for postgame as well at Chicken and the Wolf. It's a home game for Travis. Uh, true. That is true. I wonder if he'll walk to the game. I bet he does. I bet he walks to the game. I hadn't thought about it. Is he still walking? Like, we haven't heard about his journeys in a while, so I don't know if he's still walking yeah, to the point that he know. is. I don't know. He looks great. I saw him uh, multiple times on Saturday. Yeah. He's looking fit as a fiddle. All right, let me play this before I forget. Uh, I promised it last hour. Here's Peyton Bowen with Chris after the game. So we down here with uh, Peyton Bone. First of all, take me through that last play. You nearly picked that one off, didn't you? Yeah, so, I mean, I was just, you know, doing my job. It's fourth down. Big, it's a big play in the game, fourth and two. I mean, they're trying they're trying to get back in the game. We're only up at, like, what, ten points at this point? So it was just do my job moment, and that's what I did. And I almost came up with the play. I mean, better. I mean, I almost fell. I mean, I drove, dove at the ground, so we would have lost a couple yards. So that's why. I did, that's why I dropped it. It's purposeful, man. Purposeful. And and in the block punt earlier. Can you take us through that big momentum changing moment? 
Man, um, I was not supposed to be going. I can tell you that. <laughs> but um, I saw the I saw the lane, and I was like, let's try and, let's try and go make something happen. And that's what I did. Instinctual, right? Yes. What's this process been like for you, going from high school to college and having so much of an opportunity here early? It's been a lot of learning curve. I'd say, I'd say the biggest thing is just all the plays and then all the alignments and that go with it and just being very critique. Like in high school, I could get away with bad technique, not sprint, not sprinting to zone, stuff like that. And I'm seeing how now like it's a way bigger thing and I need to, I need to make my practice habits better and I need to, so I can become a better player at the end of the day. Cause it's going to come with growing pains, but I'm looking to make a, I'm looking to make a big run at the end of the day for this team. It's it's such a unique kind of combination of dudes back there. Yourself, Billy, Reggie. How, uh, we saw Robert Spears Jennings out there some tonight. How has that crew come together in the, the back end of the secondary? Man, we've grown a lot. I was even talking about it in game. I was like, this defense is like it. Like we've gotten so much better over this over this um, summer and some winter. Like it's crazy the transformation we've had and. Like they, SMU pulled out tricks and tricks, and we st- we just stood, we just stood strong and played our game and listened like listened to coach and um, the game plan was great and it led us to a win. Hey, final thought: What does it say about this team to get challenged late and then cut it to three and then to respond the way that it did that this squad did late as a team? What does that say about this squad? I'd say like we shouldn't even let up that touchdown for real. We had what forty-five yards of penalties on that drive. So I mean, it just shows that like how our defense handles situations. Like even yeah, even like after that score, we go down there, score, come back out, get a fourth down stop, go score again. It just shows that we and when we like we need to kick it on early, but when we need to kick it on, we'll kick it on, go with somebody. Congrats on the win, man. Uh, thank you. He's fun. Uh, the best thing he did this week, TJ, was not the block punt, was not the uh, near pick on fourth down. It was that pregame ESPN Plus helping, video. Helping thousands of us elderly yes. to, to find the game on Saturday. Not yeah. a single complaint, by the way, Saturday. Everybody found the game perfectly. Uh, did so they? That's fantastic. Well, that's good. Yep. That's good. Uh, <laughs> recapping Ref Royal Rumble, uh, we had three of our combatants this week have a perfect four-point week. Travis Davidson, the defending champ, locked, locked OU. He had Cincinnati for the upset, so that's a four-point week for him. Josh Helmer Boo! locked his beloved Iowa Hawkeyes, minus four. He also had Cincinnati for the upset. Four-point work for him. Four-point week for him. And Chris Plank Boo! locked OU and had Old Dominion. That shouldn't for his even upset. count. Oh, I told him that after the that game shouldn't Saturday. Even count. I said, no more picking NAIA teams for your upset. Uh, one point weeks for TJ. TJ and the chairman had Oregon to cover, and they did miraculously, apparently. He got one point. Teddy had OU to cover, one point for him. Drake had Colorado to cover, as did Parker. They all got one. Me, Steely, and Tyler Ofers this week. So your updated Ref Royal Rumble standings. We have a sponsor for this, Teach. I apologize. I should know this. Stand by. All right. Here's your updated standings. Travis, the defending champion in the lead with five. Plank and Josh have four points. Teddy and TJ have two. One point each for Steely, myself, Parker, and Drake. Tyler McComas in the basement with zero. 
through two weeks no. of the Ref Royal Rumble. <laughs> Revisiting TJ's gut. We have a sponsor for TJ's gut. No. no. TJ, 52-16 was your pick. It was 28-11. Close enough. Close enough. Um, I won't go over all the three predictions. Nobody Look, cares. Did I know Jeff Levy was going to pull the things that he was pulling on Saturday? I would have uh, put a much lower offensive total uh, out there, but I did not know what he was going to do the things he was going to do. Okay? I predicted Dylan Gabriel would get his 100th career touchdown. He did. He uh, needed three, got four. I predicted Jaleel Farouk would have a touchdown Saturday. He did. I predicted OU would get its first defensive touchdown of the season on Saturday. They scored touchdowns, and they were very defensive afterwards about how they did it. So I'm going to count that one as well. So that's all you need to know about three predictions. Um, week three, college football. Thursday night, Miami and Bethune-Cookman is your game. Yeah. Not a great week, college football this week. Not a great slate. <laughs> what did you just say the Thursday game was? Miami and Bethune-Cookman. Why? I don't know. Oh, my God. Saturday, Florida Why State. I even televise that? It is an ACC network game. It's not even ESPN. Florida State at Boston College Saturday. Penn State goes to Illinois. LSU and Mississippi State in Starkville. Stark Vegas. I don't I don't see an upset there, but road game in the SEC. Um, it's a good matchup to watch. Sure, yeah. You have no idea how hard it is to win. I, I sit there and teams. say this as I've been LSU's so right. LSU's got to go to Mississippi State. They got cowbells well, down there. I've been how so right on Colorado and the uh, Texas-Alabama game. You know, should probably just go ahead and pick Mississippi State now. Down there. Kansas State and Missouri will play 11 a.m. in Columbia. Uh, Utah hosting Weber State. Weber State? Weber. Weber. State. Weber. Weber, State? Weber. Weber. Notre Dame gets Central Michigan Saturday in South Bend. Here you go, number one, Georgia and Shane Beamer in South Carolina. They will meet between the hedges. Georgia has looked eh, okay so far, I'd say. Not dominant. Bama at South Florida. Interesting road game there for Bama to go to South Florida. Oregon State is ranked number 16 in the country, by the way. Oregon State is ranked ahead of OU. Do people know this? DJ Uyunglele is their quarterback. They get San Diego State you in Corvallis. And your fancy big words. North Carolina and Minnesota. Pac-12 has been Hill. impressive, by the way. Pac-12 has some QBs. Ain't no doubt about that. Duke and Northwestern. At halftime, they're going to have a quiz bowl. Iowa hosting Western Michigan. Ohio State gets Western Kentucky. Washington goes to Michigan State, where, by the way, they have indefinitely suspended head coach Mel Tucker at Michigan State. Um, that is a messy situation up there. Washington State hosting Northern Colorado. UCLA gets North Carolina Central. See, I told you it's not very good. Here's a good game. Tennessee and Florida will play Saturday night in the Swamp, 6 o'clock ESPN. Michigan should move to 3-0. and They host Bowling Green. Ole Miss gets Georgia Tech in Oxford. Texas back home. It should be quite a party on the Longhorn Network Saturday night. The Wyoming Cowboys coming to town. Hey, Big 12 killers. That's right. They are Big 12 killers. Oregon and Hawaii will play in Eugene. 
and Colorado and Colorado State will play. Pretty good chance Dion moves to 3-0. and Come on, week. Rams. How about uh, the, the, uh, the giant throne they've got now for Colorado games? The turnover throne. I've not seen this. <laughs> it's a giant throne on the sidelines. Gold throne uh, with black seating. Uh, the cushion like is black, and then it's got gold trim. It's a giant throne for the turnover throne. They sit in it on the sidelines. Other Big 12 games, Baylor and Long Island. Long Island, TJ, will play Saturday in Waco. <laughs> Didn't know that Is was that a school? <laughs> I've heard of them in basketball. I've never heard of them in football. It's just a uh, pickup team. <laughs> Iowa State goes to Ohio. Villanova at UCF. Am I on the basketball schedule? What a terrible schedule. Cincinnati hosting Miami of Ohio. Oklahoma State gets South Alabama this week at 6. Texas Tech and Tarleton State. Here's a Big 12. No, it's not a Big 12 game. Sorry. BYU goes to Arkansas. That one's somewhat interesting. 630. Pitt and West Virginia. That's somewhat interesting. TCU at Houston. There's your Big 12 game. 7 o'clock on Fox. And Kansas, terrible. Kansas on the road at Nevada. Now, it's a clunker of a week three. Yeah. You've got Tennessee and Florida, Georgia and South Carolina. Really no overly intriguing Big 12 games. OU Tulsa 230 at Chapman Stadium. Sooners opening a 26-point favorite, Teach. Thoughts early? Tulsa's had uh, a blowout win and a blowout loss so far for Kevin Wilson's team. Yeah, that was a... Blowout loss for him this weekend. Um, tw- you said twenty six and a half, just twenty six. No hate. Um, I'm feeling twenty six and a half right now, but we'll 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 go with twenty six. That, that feels all right. Yeah, early week uh, gut check in. Over under fifty nine and a half. I would like the over. I think uh, Mr. Levy is going to be irritable and throwing bombs on every play on Saturday. Hmm, it's my prediction. Toby's prediction is Jeff Levy will be calling plays Saturday. Well, that's a good point. Maybe I should wait on this. Maybe I should wait on that pick. 8-19 in the morning. We'll take a break. Back to the text line next. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. Zero in the morning show on a Monday. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Are you- Big thank you to RK Black. They bring you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. They've been in business since 1952, helping small and medium-sized businesses all across Oklahoma and Kansas with all their technology solutions, copiers, fax, printer, scanner, document management. They do it all. RKBlack.com, 405-943-9800. We have had it verified. You will be at Tally's. I thought that was the case, but I didn't want to say anything until I knew for sure. All right. Uh, returning to Tally's. So if you want to have breakfast with Toby, 
and uh, see him on uh, Friday morning. He will be live there. That's the one on Yale Avenue, correct? Um, Is there only one Tally's in town? They've got two. There's one on Sheridan and Yale. I believe you were at the Yale location. I believe that's yes. where you're at. 1102 South Yale Avenue uh, in Tulsa. Toby will be doing his show there from 6 to 9 on Friday. Come on out and see me, uh, Ref Army in Tulsa. I don't want to be lonely Friday morning. Okay, come on out. Let's have breakfast together. Let's have a great showing of Sooner fans in Tulsa on Friday morning, 6 to 9. I don't uh, care about the other shows. I don't care if anybody goes to the other shows. I want to pack at Tally's on Friday. No, I'm just kidding. Go to all those shows. I got a message. I got a, a, a DM from uh, Rick. Ooh, sliding into your DMs. Rick slash Jolly Green 77 who says, I don't know if my text went through for last week's King of the Mountain. I took the commanders. My number is 918, blah, blah, blah. And I don't believe I've done anything to get blocked. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know why Rick th- does or doesn't think his text didn't go through. I don't see any Rick on my uh, sheet here. So what do you think? Should I give you his number? Huh. Does that help you at all? Uh, hold on. Let me get to that screen. Uh, go ahead. I don't. I can't say. Oh yeah, you can't say it on the air. Uh, I'm text it copy to me. and paste. Text, this yeah, text to it to me, and then I can look it up and we can verify. Rick and many others. I sent Toby really long emails where I had to look up all these texts because obviously we can't read them all on the air on Thursdays and Fridays. There's way too many of them. So There's there is a chance I do miss some. Five hundred participants. There is a chance that I miss some, and if that's the case, I can look back with your phone number. So. Rick, I remember uh, having a Rick on there, but who knows? I got lots of riches. I got Richard, Richard, Rich, Richie, Rich, but I don't have a Rick. We'll see here. Patrick. He had just texted this morning, too. Says, Chicken and Wolf is literally on the other side of the scoreboard, just across 11th. Let me go back here. Hmm. No pick. What was last week? Seventh and eighth. I got to go back further. He, he's a good texter. Uh, Rick the garbage man. He was in on September eighth at seven thirty with the Commanders. So Rick the garbage man is in. If I did not text that or email that. Um, okay. Let's just lay this uh, ground rule going forward. Just text the show yeah. if you're worried your yeah. pick didn't get in. Because I will miss of- some like that every now and then. Um, and I'm not going to be looking at my DMs very often because usually they're not very nice. <laughs> so that's not the best way to get a hold of me. Uh, I'm I'm assuming those are usually, especially on Mondays, people not happy with me. So I tend to ignore those. But I just happened to li- look at that one, Rick. So the best way if you want to uh, have a question going forward is to is to hit TJ up on the text line. Unfortunately, the Commanders did win yesterday. It was close. Uh, I know. I was watching the Ravens that score. won too. Unfortunately, uh, most of you will still be alive going into week two. Not all, not all, but most. Um, let's see here. Where do we see the list to make sure we made the list? You put that out what usually on Tuesdays or Wednesdays? Yeah, we still got one more game tonight. Yeah, uh, the Jets will play <laughs> the Bills great. tonight. So. I will tally up the King of the Mountain either tonight or tomorrow morning. I will tweet it out of who's left and who is uh, out on the King of the Mountain, and then we'll talk about it on the show tomorrow. Oh, now, so, we're, now I'm getting like hundreds of If you're of not texts. following me on Twitter, it's at T-Row-O-U. 
uh, people, wait and check the list, okay? Then yeah, text me. How do you me. know he doesn't have uh, Yeah, you. like you now I'm getting all these. Hey, no, just no, verifying. No. Hey, just verifying. Hey, just verifying. Calm down, people. Calm the, down, Victor. If the list comes out on Tuesday and you don't see your name, then you can verify with TJ at that point. Uh, and by the way, I will not get to all your texts today on the Jeff Levy situation, anything OU related. Here's what was uh, hilarious about uh, Friday's show. I'm texting you. You know, when I'm reading these texts, I'm having to read all these picks and stuff on Fridays. And then as I'm going through them, emailing you the rest of them, there were some hilarious texts that I'm like, oh, man, I wish I would have read that. Oh, man. Uh, some of you were extremely funny on about Friday. What? I don't remember now. It's been three days. Uh, it was relevant to the show then, and I just remember sitting in the room laughing at some of these texts like, man, I wish we would have <laughs> got to these, but we are overwhelmed with texts on picks on those days that I don't get to a lot of them. Uh, men, I love you, but I hate to break it to you. There have been many convicted felons down there on Owen Field after the game celebrating with family. I'm going to skip some of this. Uh, that's the way it should be. Are we now going to have a questionnaire and background test for anyone stepping onto Owen Field? I believe I covered this in my <laughs> comments. We are not a perfect athletic program. We have uh, made mistakes in the past and have not Oklahoma is not necessarily a program that should be throwing stones, okay? I get that. That is not the point here. The point is there should have been, well, two points. One is there was some sort of an agreement, apparently, between Joe Castiglione and Jeff Levy when he was hired. I don't know exactly what that entailed, but that was alluded to in the statement on Saturday night. So... If that's the case, and what occurred is in conflict with that, that's a problem. And two, there has to be, it is befuddling that there is a lack of self-awareness, one on the part of Art Bryles and two on the part of Jeff Levy, that this would be an issue, that this would completely be a distraction for the football program, the team, the coaches, his head coach, the athletic director, the pro, the fans, everything. If you did not know this was going to happen, I have, I, I'm, I, I don't know how that's even possible. So, no, we're not going to have a questionnaire for people and all that kind of stuff who come down on the field and family members, all that kind of stuff. He's not your average family member. No. What's next? No. Yeah, if someone's dad had gotten in trouble in the past, which they alluded to in that text, and I wasn't going to read all of that, but like that's that's not a guy that was involved in a high-profile scandal. It's just somebody's dad. One that, of the most reviled figures in modern history in college football shows up in your school's colors. It's going to be a thing. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, Sam in Tulsa says he has a theory. <laughs> he says Levy <laughs> quickly asked Bryles to be on the field in order to distract everyone from a terrible offensive game he called. Probably not a great idea on his part, but it worked. First half offense was awful, but I can't be happier with the direction and intensity of the defense. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's like, uh, 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 Art, get down here on the field. i got to distract from how bad I was at calling plays today. <laughs> Uh, you know, on that regard, I would I'm going to be a little I'm going to be softer than everybody else and say 
it's game two. Okay. Um, I think the important thing about how this season has started is how the defense has played. That is what we have had an issue with around here. Mm -hmm. That is what was an issue last year. That has been great so far. Two games into last year, we were pretty happy with everything, Teach. So let's pump the brakes on criticism, probably even a little bit on praise, but they've given up 11 points in two games. They've outscored their opponents 101 to 11. Is the offense still searching for itself? Yes. Um, were there some things they ran Saturday that, that didn't work and maybe should be shelved? Yes. But that's kind of what early season's about. Let's find out what works, what doesn't work. And hopefully next week they open it up a little bit more and, and we see some of these other guys play and you know all that kind of stuff that we're all talking about right now. The offensive line's got a left guard did not play very well Saturday night. So I would be way more worried right now if the offense was putting up big numbers and the defense would still look like it did last year. That would be way more concerning to me. I'm pretty confident Oklahoma's offense is going to score points. They, they're going to put up, what do we average last year, 35 a game, 34 a game, something like that. There's too much talent on the offensive side of the ball. And Jeff Lebby, whether you're high on him right now or not, He's got a track record of knowing what he's doing when he's calling offensive plays. They're going to score points. The important story for me right now is how great the defense has looked through two weeks, through two weeks, but a legitimate offensive team that they played on Saturday night, and they looked really good. Uh, Joe in Tulsa says, I think you guys should support Levy and his situation he's in. Have his back. It wasn't during the game. It wasn't during the game. And I support Jeff Lebby as a coach and an offensive coordinator. Um, I'm not angry at him like some have called for his firing this morning based on his play calling, not based on the, the situation that even happened with Art Bryles. My, I'm not going to support a decision that I think was just stupid and you knew was going to cause controversy and a distraction for your team. It, it was a simple uh, answer to how to handle this. Don't come down onto the field probably don't come to the game. But even if he comes to the game and he's up in a suite and nobody knows, whatever, and don't put him in OU colors, but it, I'm not going to support a decision that I think was simple to avoid. It was a circumstance that was simple. Hey, Dad, I recognize you want to be down there with me and stuff, and I appreciate your support. I'll see you at the house. That's how simple it had to be. Or, uh, Jeff, look, I don't want to be a distraction for you guys. Um, I'll catch up with it. Love visiting with you. Love being here for the weekend. Whatever was going on with him, visiting family, whatever was going on, uh, I'll see you after the game. Here's my problem. I, I, it's a sticky situation for Jeff because of the father-in-law and the family and all that kind of stuff. I get that, and I am, um, you know, we all got family, right? We all got a lot of us got in-laws. I got a sometimes, cousin in prison right now. If he gets out, I'm not bringing him to hang around the station. Sometimes it's it's awkward and, and they don't always do what you want them to do and all that kind of stuff. I, I get it. Here's my problem with, with, one, there was apparently some sort of an agreement in place. I just talked about this with Joe. I don't know what that entailed, but that was alluded to in the statement on Saturday. I, something was not adhered to that was previously agreed upon. That's an issue. And, two, 
the doubling down on Sunday, what was that? Changing your profile pictures to a picture of you and Art Bryles on the field together is just a thumbing your nose at this whole thing, right? Yes. A so, thumb? I was thinking of a different finger, but yes. That, that's... Again, I like Jeff. Difficult family situation. I I'm I got his back a little bit on the play calling and everything. It was a mysterious game that, that was called on Saturday, but I think they'll be fine and they'll get better and everything. But there are some things there that are hard to understand. 837, we'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, let's let as many people be heard as we can today, Teach. So go ahead and hit me with some more text messages here. Uh, The one that texted in... uh... About the felons being on the field, blah, blah, blah. He says, uh, you guys have double standards, but I still love you. (laughs) There's certain ones of those that you're talking about, too. I wouldn't be in support of them being down on the field either. So it's not like I supported that when it happened years ago. So anyway, Um, people calling for Lebby to be fired may want to catch their breath and think. If Lebby goes, does his QB go as well? Uh, because if Bevel is still injured, that means our starting QB is General Booty. I'm not calling for him to be fired. Um, we'll see where this leads and what agreements were and all that. But um, I mean, there are people calling for him to be fired, but some of those are based on performance this weekend, which was it's it's funny when. You win, cover the spread, and the defense looks as good as it did. How good is Vegas, by the way? Um, they know what they're doing, I think. What What do you think was going on with certain receivers not being used, being used in the way that they did briefly, and then? I don't know. Do you think there was some discipline stuff going on there, maybe? Mm. I mean, that's what I thought, because... I mean, the only person that would apply to potentially was Petaway, because he didn't step yeah. on the field. right? But... I, I don't know, maybe he played in special teams. I'm not sure about that. But, I mean, Anderson and Gibson did they play. They got just in there, but. Like three or four plays each. Right. Um, the Petaway thing seemed weird to me because of the chemistry that it appeared was there last week. And it's not like, even if you went conservative, you're saying, well, we know the dynamic we have there with those two. Let's not put him in there at all. Here's my, I mean, I'll offer this up as an option, okay? I'm not, I'm not alibying anything. I just maybe this is an option. Maybe when you're building an offense, you build it in pieces and you you don't build it all at the same time. I, I'm sure that's the case, okay? And so maybe you go into a week like last week and say, all right, here's the, here's the things we want to work on this week. Uh, now, not at the expense of losing a football game. I got you. And, again, when it got down to a three-point game, they boom, boom. But maybe you say – these are the things we're focusing on working on this week. Next week, these are the things we're focusing on working. You know, that kind of thing, maybe. And you, by the time you get to 
at some point in the season, you you feel like you're a well-rounded, multiple offense that can do a variety of things. They ran a lot of two tight end stuff on Saturday night, which surprised me because I, I don't think that's a strength of their offense, but they had Stogner and Blake Smith out there together quite a bit. So I don't know. I don't – they didn't – there was hardly anything in the offense for Stoops or Freeman. Now, they did throw one ball Freeman's way, and he dropped it. And Stoops came up with a huge third down catch. But those two guys were like, they were everything early in the uh, Arkansas State game and hardly seen this Saturday. So I don't know. I don't know the answer as to why they didn't throw deep. Or, you know, I guess the answer as to why you haven't seen some of the running backs we expected to see is because Tawi Walker's been really good. So maybe he's just the best running back. Like he's there's nothing to complain about with Tommy Walker so far. He runs hard, he breaks tackles. Uh but I don't I don't know about the other stuff. Uh you guys aren't calling for him to be fired, but you want to beat this thing into the ground. Get over it. That's easy to say. It's going to be the discussion today, all day long. It's going to be the discussion probably a good majority of the week, especially depending on how things play out with uh, press conferences answer, and interviews. Let me answer that. Okay, answer go, that. go ahead. I did not say one word about this in the first hour of the show. Okay? <laughs> that is true. Despite you receiving mo- – I, I, I insisted we talk about the football game first. We got multiple text messages asking for our comments on this situation. So at 7 o'clock, we talked about it. And the only time it's been brought up since then is when you guys text in about it. So if anybody's beating it into the ground, it's the text line. I'm not insisting on we talk about it every segment. I've tried to talk football as much as possible. I played interviews this morning, all this stuff. Sorry. It's a big story. Hopefully we can get past it today. It's going to be the first day of sports radio. Jeff Levy's going to have a press conference today. Probably it's going to linger into Tuesday for the Brent Venables press conference. At some point, there's going to be another story out there, and the world will move on. But it hasn't yet. That's it. I'm done reading these texts. We're going to break. You're mad at the text line? No, we were going to go to break anyway. Okay. 847, (laughs) we'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with the crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. He joins us now for the crossover. Good morning, Plank. Toby, what's going on, buddy? How are you? I am... Irritable, but fine. How are you? Um, I'm good, man. Hey, the, you're listening to a fan of the first place 
Vegas Raiders right now. How about so that? I honestly, wow. I don't know what could be wrong in the world right now. I will say, though, as someone who has been a Vegas Sunday Raiders ticket Raiders is still guy, weird, by the way. It is. I keep wanting to say Oakland Raiders, even Los Angeles sometimes. As somebody who has been a Sunday ticket subscriber for the better part of the last you know, five years, to have that taken away is uh, – it's been a little bit of a gut punch. But, but um, still having the accessibility to the Red Zone channel saves everything, and so – Life is good, Toby. Life you have is not good. Purchased I'm purchased YouTube TV? Did not. No. I I am at the mercy now of those who make the decision as to what games we get on Sunday. And oh, did yeah, you guys take brutal. a stinker this weekend? Holy smokes, man. Can we get um like TJ, what's Billy? the echo about? I'm on the phone. You hear me? Oh, can you hear me through that? Oh, it might be because he's uh, of our connection that we talked about, Chris. I didn't realize oh, he's an okay, echo. I my bad. Yeah. I apologize. I was okay. trying to be fancy and have us both on my fancy little equipment here, but we weren't able to make it work. Because I'm over to OU getting ready for Coach's Corner. But no, ah, I, okay. um, I, I, could, I couldn't segue, Toby. I couldn't move on to YouTube TV. So we need to find a way when these games get bad early that you can go to another game. I know this doesn't uh, – I, I know this has done many times before, but usually they wait till halftime. I think after the first drive of Cleveland Cincy, we knew that was going to be not good. Let's move on. Let's even when there's no options on Sunday night, move on to other programming. That was gross. <laughs> but congratulations, TJ. <laughs> well, I'm a proud fan of a team that's 0 1. However, Anthony Richardson looked pretty good yesterday. So I have I have no uh aspirations that we're gonna be a playoff team this year or anything, but I was pretty encouraged by what I saw should be. from him in week should one. Be. The only thing that scared me is you know, you've got a handful of quarterbacks now that have this Jalen Hurts mindset to where it's every yard, every inch, I'm going to lower my shoulder, I'm going to face right. you head on. And that shot he took late, oof, and he took some hard hits in that game. So I'm a big fan of Anthony Richardson. I'm a big fan of your team, man. They look good. Uh, but I just, gosh, I want him to avoid those hits because those uh, – he took that's, that last shot he took was scary too, but it was fun. Um, question? I assume that all the talk today has been about the football game and how we got a defense that's cooking and two and zero is 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 two and zero and we should be happy. I assume that's the only topic of conversation, right? No. Dang it. <laughs> talk about this. Why are you talking about this? Please talk about this. Please stop talking about this. I'm so I'm so irritated at them for putting. For, for for this becoming the story. Right. And the lack of self-awareness oh. that that has allowed for this to become the story is mm. so irritating. So we're going to do it. We're going to we're going to uh, this we're going to let this be the story for a day or two and then we're going to move on hopefully. At least on my show we are. So uh, we'll see. I'm sure social media will take a while. I'm going to try to move on today, but we'll see how well it goes. You know, you said something many years ago that has always stayed with me. I think it was after a game. Maybe it was even during a broadcast, and it was one of those days whenever uh, I think it was a Bedlam game, and both offenses were scoring at will, and you could just feel the frustration in Teddy, right? Because he's a defensive guy. He doesn't like to see all those points and the mistakes that are made. And you joked, you know, yeah, you know who knows? Maybe one day Hollywood Brown will be coming back, and he and Kyler will be doing analyst work, and the uh, 
the questions will be, what's wrong with this offense? Why is the defense just amazing? Oh. And it's funny, it's funny that we, we get to that point where the defense looks really good, and yet everyone wants to complain about the offense right now. It's fantastic. But I'm happy with the defense, man. I'm pumped about what, where that defense is headed. They look and great. they're still learning. Yeah, no, they they look great and um, not a finished project product, but they uh, through two weeks. I, I don't know how you couldn't be thrilled. They get a shutout in week one and hold SMU to the fewest point total in seven years in week two. That's that's a really good start. I mean, there's going to be tougher tests on down the line, but I sure. think Brent's got to be thrilled with the way they have started. They look deep. They look fast. Danny Stutzman looks great. Defensive mm-hmm. line looks like, uh, you know, they're causing issues. So it's fun. Hey, Chris, have a great show today. Toby, talk to you soon, bud. All right, thanks to you fine folks for listening. We'll do it again tomorrow. Rudy's tonight, 6 to 8, if you want to join us there. Have a great Monday, everybody.